pastor as he comes. Oh, praise the Lord, everybody. Come on and praise him. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Ain't God good? Oh, such a beautiful congregation in this place today. Praise God. Amen. I believe today that the Lord is here. Amen. I said, I believe today that the Lord is here. I believe today that the Lord is here. I believe today is your day of miracle. I believe this is your day of restoration. Amen. I believe today's the day God's going to put something back together that's broken. Mend something that is ripped. Heal something that is sick. I'm talking about Jesus that's able to do exceedingly abundantly above anything. Anything. Everybody say anything. Amen. How many know that he's bigger than anything? Praise God. You think your problem's big? I know somebody that's bigger. And his name is Jesus. Let me tell you. Let me tell you about the goodness of God. We gathered in this house yesterday morning at 9 o'clock. And my, the Holy Ghost moved throughout this place. And it was so powerful and rich and such a beautiful congregation that gathered in. And uh, we began to call Lorelai's name out. Amen. Between 9 and 10 o'clock a.m. yesterday morning. And I got a text at 10 o'clock a.m. that said, Pastor, my baby's oxygen level rose at 10 o'clock a.m. We called her this morning, and I said, how's it going? She said, she's not ox on oxygen right now. Amen. She's holding her own. And I'm believing we're going to see that baby go home tomorrow. God changes things through prayer. Oh, I said God changes things through prayer. Amen. We were called to the hospital yesterday for Sister Misty, that is uh, that Sister Walden's daughter. And God moved on her behalf and touched her body. And I believe that that's just a beginning. I'm believing for revival in that young lady's life. I, th I think God's going to do it. Amen. Praise God. Amen. God is moving and ministering in this last day, and I'm excited about what is happening. All the announcements that were made, please remember them and revival upcoming. But I want to tell you today before I get into the Word, you don't have to wait until next month to get into revival. You can have a personal revival here today. Oh, I love corporate. I love corporate. But, oh, God, give me a personal revival. I'm talking about one that I don't care who's around me. I don't care who's watching me. Amen. As long as I am renewed and revived in the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Hallelujah. I give honor today to all those that are gathered into the house. Let's go to Scripture. Amen. We're going to go to Numbers, the 14th chapter. Amen. I got busy this morning. I didn't slip them to our sound man, media man. Numbers 14. We're going to begin at the 15th verse. We're going to read through the 24th 
verse, Numbers 14, verses 15 through 24. And I'm going to give you a minute to get that. While you get that, we greet everybody in the lovely name of Jesus, all of our guests today. We're so glad to see you in the house. My, my, my. Amen. We're glad that you're here. Amen. And we welcome you home today. We want to tell you today that if you're looking for a place to call home, amen, you're welcome in this house today. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Numbers 14, beginning at verse 15. How many have read these before? Good to see Brother Danny this morning. Ain't it good to see Brother Danny this morning? I'm glad to see him today. Now if thou shalt kill all his people as one man, then the nations which have heard the fame of thee will speak, saying, Because the Lord was not able to bring this people into the land which he sware unto them, therefore he hath slain them in the wilderness. And now I beseech thee, let the power of my Lord be great, according as thou hast spoken, saying, this is Moses speaking to the Lord. The Lord is long-suffering and of great mercy, forgiving iniquity and transgressions, and by no minds clearing the guilty visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children's under the third and fourth generation. He said, Pardon, I beseech thee, the iniquity of this people according unto the greatness of thy mercy. Everybody say the greatness of God's mercy. Forgiven of this people from Egypt even until now. And the Lord said, I have pardoned according to thy word. But as truly as I live, all the earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord. Because all those men which have seen my glory and my miracles, which I did in Egypt and in the wilderness and have tempted me now these ten times, have not hearkened unto my voice. I want you to listen to this very carefully. Amen. Now these men have tempted me. Amen. These ten times as he is speaking of, of Israel, they've not hearkened unto my voice. He said, Surely they shall not see the land which I swear unto their fathers, and neither shall any of them that provoke me see it. But my servant Caleb, because he hath another spirit with him, and hath followed me fully, him I will bring into the land whereunto he went, and his seed shall possess it. Amen. Everybody say, his seed shall possess it. I want to preach for a little while on this topic, the measure of God's mercy. Now, I have preached this title before, but I'm preaching it differently. Amen. How many know there's no leftovers when you get to the Word of God? Amen. He told them, he said, Hear, O Israel, the Lord thy God is one Lord. He said, Re Rehearse it in the ears of your family members. So we need to hear the Word of God again. The measure of God's mercy. How many know that we serve a merciful God? Praise God. Why don't we give the Lord a great hand clap in this place?
and thank him for his spirit that's in the house. And why don't we just shout hallelujah while we're at it. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, let's shout it again. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. You can be seated today. In the word that we have read into our hearing this morning, Moses is interceding for a nation that has succumbed to fear. And in the process of succumbing unto fear, they have despised their birthright. The Lord said, they have tempted me now these ten times. In the scripture, God has sent twelve spies into the promised land. And ten have come back with a report of fear. Has anybody in here ever been afraid? Has anybody ever been fearful? Amen. I think every one of us have. Only two have come back with a report of faith. I would submit today that if I were to ask you to name those 12 men, I would submit that we could easily name two. Joshua. And what's the other one? Ain't that amazing? Amen. Joshua and Caleb. But does anybody know the name of the other ten? No. Not a single individual knows the name of the other ten. Amen. Shemua, Shaphat, Egal, Palti, Gadiel, Gadai, Amiel, Sether, Nabi, and Guel, or Guel. Amen. Because of fear, these men have all but been forgotten. We don't teach these men's names in our Sunday school classes. We don't preach about their names from the pulpit. We don't consider their names from your seat. Matter of fact, if I were to ask you again right now, after I've called their name, could anybody name one? There would be very few. There might be some, but there would be very few. You want to know why? Because we haven't rehearsed it, Brother Mason, in their ears. Why? Because these men succumb to their fear. Amen. They, they have all been forgotten, praise God. Only Joshua and Caleb have rehearsed. Amen. Uh, we have rehearsed their names in the Sunday school rooms. And I would submit from the primary all the way, amen, all the way to the junior high and high school. Everybody knows who Joshua and Caleb is. Everybody knows who they are. Praise the Lord. Amen. We still preach messages about them. I'm going to submit today to this congregation. Amen. God has very little time for those who operate out of fear. Oh, I'm going to preach to you today. Amen. I'm going to crawl in your front pocket before we leave this house today. Amen. You're going to say, Pastor, stepped all over my feet today. But I want you to know I'm not aiming for your feet. I'm aiming for your heart. Amen. I want to submit this today that God has very little time for those who operate out of fear. Amen. I'm not speaking of a healthy fear of God or a fear of judgment from hell. That is godly fear. 
And scripture tells us the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of the holy is understanding. So I need to understand that if I'm going to understand anything about the Lord today, it's this. He's a good God. He's a merciful God. He's a righteous God. But also he's a judge. Amen. And I want everybody to know this. God inspires me to go to heaven every day. Amen. When I get into his presence and I get into his glory. Amen. I feel him beckoning me come up here a little bit higher. But I want to tell everybody this today. Hell inspires me a little bit every day. Hell nudges me a little bit every day. Amen. Let me tell you why because I don't want to go to hell I made up in my mind when I gave my life to the Lord I want to do everything that I can do the Bible said save yourselves from this untoward generation amen let me tell you this I understand that I cannot save myself per se but I can be obedient to the gospel of Jesus Christ knowing that by the blood of Jesus that was shed and the cross of Calvary I know through a new birth Amen. Through death, burial, and resurrection, I've got hope in Jesus Christ. And I know today through the power of that gospel, I have saved myself. I made up in my mind, I'm going to glory. I'm going to a place, amen, that's not prepared with men's hands. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And the knowledge of the holy is understanding. Amen. I've got to understand today that we serve a holy God. Amen. Without holiness, no man shall see the Lord. I say that's not a bad word. That's a beautiful word. Without the beauty, that's the beauty of holiness. That's what the Bible says. But today I want to speak to us of fear. I don't know if you've ever been afraid. Amen. But I've been afraid before. Have you ever been paralyzed? Amen. Have you ever known of a paralyzing, faith-destroying fear that limits God's working in our lives? Praise God. Amen. For God. Amen. Everybody say, for God hath not given us a spirit of fear. I want to I get this home with us today. I, I want us to walk out of this place today understanding this. Amen. For God has not given us a spirit of fear. Amen. So if I'm operating under a spirit of fear, I'm operating under a wrong influence in my life. Oh, listen to me today. If you're living in fear and walking in fear and ministering in fear, let me tell you, that is not the will of God. The will of God is peace and life and joy unspeakable and full of glory. Amen. God has not given us a spirit of fear. He don't want us to walk around in fear. He don't want us to worship Him in fear. Amen. God is looking for a people that love Him. Amen. I will never, ever forget, amen, some things that Brother Kevin and I experienced concerning fear. Let me tell us this today. Fear will torment you. Fear will paralyze you. And fear will destroy you. I want to say that again. Fear will torment you. Fear will paralyze you. And fear will destroy you. 
Amen. When Brother Kevin and I were younger, I believe I was in the third grade. Amen. Brother Kevin was a few grades ahead of me. And we had, we had received a, a couple of beagles. And uh, those were just puppies. But how many know that it's in the blood of a beagle to run a rabbit? That's just what they do. Amen. That's what they were born and bred to do. And we were out playing one night in Gibson. Mom and all of us kids were out in the yard and we were playing. And it, it was cold. I remember that night we could see our breath. And, and we were warm because we were ripping and roaring and playing. And we was doing all things that kids used to do. Yeah. We, we wasn't inside watching video games. We were out in the yard. Amen. We were playing tackle football and all that kind of stuff. Amen. I could preach about that for a while, but I'm going to leave it alone this morning. But we kept hearing those dogs in the distance, and they were baying and barking and carrying on. They were running. Amen. They were chasing a rabbit, and we listened to them. We didn't pay much attention. Amen. We were playing out there in the yard, and, and then we perked our head up because they kept getting closer and closer and closer and closer and closer. Amen. I'll never forget. Amen. All of a sudden, in a big gang of boys, there was a rabbit that burst across the road and it ran right up in the midst of us all. Brother Walden, amen, you talking about boys diving after a rabbit. Amen, we went after him like a hound dog. And I remember this, I'll never forget this as long as I live. Amen, that rabbit looked at us. Amen, he stiffened up and he fell stone dead. We ate that rabbit. That's the truth of the matter. That rabbit died dead as a hammer. We scared the daylights out of that rabbit. All of the boys ganging up on that thing and all of a sudden it perked up, fell over dead. Amen. Let me tell us, we would laugh about that today. And, and I know that it draws a chuckle to us. But let me tell you, sometimes we are bombarded with things in our life. Amen. We are attacked by different things that are going on in our life. Amen. Let me tell you, and it paralyzes us. And it stops us. And it keeps, oh, I'm here to tell you today, God has not given you a spirit of fear. It's time to get over your fear. It's time to live in faith. It's time to walk in faith. It's time to worship in faith. It's time to exalt him. Oh, I don't know about you, but I'm tired of being afraid. I'm tired of worry. I have set my mind. I'm going to love God in the process. Amen. In this world. Hallelujah. Praise God. Fear is paralyzing. It will lock you up and it will cause you to do things that you never did before. Amen. David said, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Amen. Now let me tell you this. He goes on to say this. The Lord is the strength of my life. Whom shall I be afraid? But let me tell you this today. David also ran for his life in fear. Amen. This is David looking in retrospect, as a matter of fact. Amen. But looking in retrospect, retrospect, he sees that his calling, amen, was beyond what he needed to be afraid of. 
We can find sometimes, amen, that David had run from King Saul. Amen. He had run from the Philistines. He had run and hid in a cave. He had run all over the place. Amen. And then he approached a Philistine king. He was worried there. They were going to slay him. He had his men with him. And the Bible said that he started foaming at the mouth. Amen. And talking out of his head. Amen. That they would think he was absolute crazy. My word a leader. Because all of his men watched him, amen, that had followed him into battle and run after him. Let me tell you today, fear will cause you to do things that you've never done before. Fear will cause you to act out. Fear will paralyze you. Fear will stop you. Oh, let me get personal today. Fear will keep you away from an altar. Oh, I'm scared. I had a big old grown men. Amen. I'm scared. I'm scared to go. I'm scared of people gathered around me. Let me tell you something. I'm scared of hell. I'm scared of that place. I want to go to heaven. I want a new life. I want the anointing of God. I think today if somebody would make up in their mind, I'm more scared of that place than I am worried about my change. Praise God. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Whom shall I be afraid? Amen. Fear and faith are polar opposites of one another. Did you know that? Amen. Faith is not in operation when fear is present. Amen. And fear, Brother Danny, is not in operation when faith is present. Amen. It's like the North and South Pole. Amen. It is completely opposite of one another. Amen. I have pastored now for many years. Amen. And because of the fearfulness, amen, of a nation, if we could see this today. Amen. Because of the fearfulness of a nation, God said, I will smite this nation and disherit them. In other words, because they have become afraid. Now, I want us to understand. Amen. God is not just being mean here. Amen. God is is knowing that something is lacking in his people that needed to be there. And I want to explain to us why. Amen. They have seen the, the waters part. Amen. And they walked across dry land through the Red Sea. Amen. They have watched the plagues of Egypt as God smote the enemy. Amen. All the way down to the firstborn dying. Amen. They have examined as the waters of Myra or Mira there. Amen. They, they, the bitter waters became sweet. Amen. When Moses cast a tree in it. Let me tell you today that was the day. Amen. That a tree saved the nation. Amen. Let me tell us today about an old rugged cross that thank God you and I were brought close to him and given a living water. I want to tell you today, amen, when you look around and examine the things that God has done, when you look around and examine where God's brought you from, when you look around and see, oh my God, and feel, amen, what God has already produced in your life. Hallelujah. Amen. These folks have watched everything. Amen. When they hungered for meat, God sent them quail. Amen. When they hungered for bread, God sent them manna. When they thirsted, Moses smote a rock. They had all the water they could drink. Amen. Their shoes never wore out. Their clothes never wore out. Amen. When they went in battle, they won. 
Amen. Let me tell you this. Again and again and again, God's mercy stretched into their life. And again and again and again, they despised their birthright and they became afraid. Amen. Let me tell the church this today. It's time to quit being afraid of some things in your life. It's time to get over some fears that are challenging you spiritually. It's time to get over some things that have bothered you. It is time to bury some things that have hurt you it is time to get beyond some areas that are challenging you amen because you're afraid of them let me tell you the Lord is my light and my salvation whom shall I fear oh let me tell you today if you've got God on your side if you've got the Lord on your side what are you afraid of hallelujah Hallelujah. As a pastor for many years, I've witnessed firsthand those that have walked by fear. I've seen it time and time again. Amen. I'm afraid. I've made too big of a mess of my life for God to fix. Let me tell you something. Knowing, amen, that God is big, don't give yourself that much credit. Amen. You can't make a big enough mess in your life. That God can't straighten out. I don't know what you've been through. And I don't know how bad you failed. And I don't know what all has been accomplished in your life in a negative way. But I'm here to preach to somebody and to tell you in the name of Jesus. Amen. You hadn't messed up your life too bad. God is able to reach into your Oh, I wish somebody today would help me preach. I wish somebody today would understand what I'm telling somebody in this place. Amen. Let me tell us today. If God can save Brother Ray in the back, he can save anybody. Amen. At his age, God filled him with the Holy Ghost and renewed him in the Spirit of God. If God can do that, what can he do in your life? Uh, Let me tell you this. Oh, my. There was a woman that had seven devils, and Jesus delivered her, and he became her mighty emissary. Let me tell you today, I don't know what you're going through, uh, but I know somebody that's on your side. Come on, I'm telling you today, I know a Savior whose name is Jesus. Hallelujah. I feel the Holy Ghost today. I'm afraid I've made too big of a mess in my life. Amen, don't give yourself that much credit. I'm afraid my mistakes are too monumental for God to forgive. Amen, that's a lie from the pits of hell. Amen, let me tell you, I'm afraid our marriage is too broken for anybody to fix. Let me tell you this today. Read your Bible. Quit relying on your feelings and read your Bible. I just can't do that. I can do all things through Christ Jesus that strengtheneth me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Study the nation of Israel and God's redemptive plan. Israel never should have been saved. Ever. They never, Brother Bennett, should have been brought back into the presence of God. Never. 
Brother Kevin, over and over and over and over and over again. Amen. From one king to another. And one king to another. Revival, failure. Revival, failure. Revival, failure. And through all of the process of that, there was a loving God standing with open arms saying, here I am. Oh, all you've got to do is come to me. Let me tell you today, God can mend some broken things. God can work miracles in your life. God can put back the utterly broken. Don't tell me he can't. The devil's a liar. you think I'm telling you a story you study the prophet Hosea God's instruction to marry Gomer amen you think God can't redeem them amen God told Hosea regarding a backslidden Israel and a Gomer that he made to marry amen in her likeness he said this I will heal their backsliding I will love them freely mine anger is turned away from him amen I want to tell everybody this today that whether you realize it or not there's hope for everybody Oh my, I'm feeling the Holy Ghost. I said there's hope for everybody. I don't care how oh, I don't care how bad you've messed up. I don't care how bad you've done wrong. I don't, I'm telling you today, in the name of Jesus, there is hope in Jesus Christ. Oh my, I'm jumping my lesson, but I'm gonna tell somebody today we have minimized the work of Christ. We have minimized him. We've made him a little deity instead of a big deity. Or the biggest deity. He is the God. He is the only God. He is the capable God. He is the healing God. He is the mighty God. Today he's able to reach into your backslidden, rotten, downtrodden life and refill you with the Holy Ghost. I don't care how bad you failed. God can fix you. Well, I'm afraid I'll fail again. Well, join the club. Let me tell you this. Pastors have failures right here. Amen. Let me tell you today. There's not anyone in this place, flesh and blood, that hasn't failed God since you've come to the cross of Calvary. There's not one single person in here that truly deserves heaven. Did you know that? Amen. Mercy is unmerited favor. I do not deserve what God has done, nor the price that he has paid, but simply by his mercy. Amen. Many are called, but few are chosen. Amen. He reached down into my life when I was lost and undone, and he said, I'm going to save old Philip Cook out of his rotten, miserable, wretched state. Amen. And in the process, he began to change me. He ain't done with me yet, but he's getting me there. And I'm telling you today, if you'll trust God through the process he'll get you there Hallelujah! oh my that have succumbed to fear in their life I'm afraid my mistakes are too monumental for God to forgive I'm afraid our marriage is too broken for anybody to fix amen let me tell us this amen there's hope for everybody Read your Bible. 2 Corinthians says this. He hath given us a ministry. Everybody say a ministry. He hath given us a ministry of reconciliation. 
I, I want to say this today. Amen. This is so important that we understand this today. Amen. Many times we can look at the life. Amen. Of the one in the gutter out there in the street. Amen. And the one that is begging for bread out at the corner. Amen. The one who has psyched out and lost their mind on drugs. And we know in our heart. Amen. That God can redeem them. And in the process, if we're not careful, we'll turn our face. Amen. On, on brothers and sisters. Amen. Let me tell you something. God can move on anybody's behalf. God can heal. God can bless. God can restore. God can put back. Oh, I'm preaching today. Amen. Let me tell you something. He is a God of restoration. Man, he wants to restore people. He wants to put us back in relationship with him. He wants to bring us out of, amen, of our lost identity. He, he, he longs to restore that. Amen, I've seen so many people that lost who they were because they're afraid. I'm afraid. I'm afraid God won't move. We have missed the gifts of the Spirit because I'm afraid he won't use me. We haven't received the Holy Ghost because I'm afraid he won't fill me. We're afraid of one thing after another and all these things. I hope everybody understands. Amen. Fear will absolutely crush who you are. Amen. I'm afraid my ministry is dead. Your ministry ain't dead. It might need some resurrection power in it, but your ministry's not dead. I'm afraid God will send nobody to me. I've heard this before. Let me tell you something. Quit being afraid and start making a proclamation in faith. God will send somebody to you. <laughs> mm. I'm afraid my chains and my habits of bondage are too great. Have you ever heard that? Amen. I, I, I'm afraid today that I'm too hooked on something. I, I'm afraid today that my habit is bigger than I am. I'm afraid that God can't restore me. I'm afraid that I can't get there. I'm afraid of this and I'm afraid of that. I'm afraid my infirmity or my disease, amen, is too advanced for God to heal or to deliver. Amen. Let me give us a word today. Romans 8 says this, what shall we say to these things if God, if God if God before us, I wish somebody would hear me today. If God, if God, if God before us, who can be against us? If God is on my side, if God is there to pick me up when I'm fall, if God is there, oh, listen to me. Amen. Let me tell you something. God is able to pick you up in your downtrodden state. Hallelujah. Oh my, God is able. He's able. Scripture said, what shall we say? Amen. I believe today, I'm thoroughly convinced there are some things that hell throws in our life. Amen. There are some things that your enemy throws in your face. Amen. That you must rise up and speak to. Amen. There's times in your life, I think that you, uh, that 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 you have prayed every prayer that you can pray, 
Amen. And you read every word that you can get hold of and you listen to every preaching tape. You can lay your hands on it until you become a glutton on God's goodness. Amen. I'm not knocking all of these things, but I want to tell you at this. Amen. And understand what I'm saying in this house today. All of these things are fundamental. All of these things are good. But we're living in a human experience. At some point, you got to get up from your altar of repentance and you got to go on. At some point, you got to get up from your smitten state and live for God. At some point, you got to get beyond who you are and step into who you are. I'm here today to tell somebody it's time you made a change. It's time, oh my, it's time that you step into your into the future of your life into where God is calling you God is trying to place in you ministry and calling and anointing but until you get tired until you get tired you'll live in your state hallelujah how does pastor know because I've been there We've all been there. Every one of us have been there. Amen. Every one of us have gone through things in our life. But there's times in our life that God challenges us. Amen. To say, I will not do this anymore. I will not accept this in my life anymore. I refuse to live in brokenness anymore. I refuse today, amen, to be a puppet of an enemy that wants to wreck and to destroy my life. I refuse this in my life. Hallelujah. I know about thorns. And Brother Kevin, is, he ministered to me in a, in a message that he put out there. And I, I know about thorns. But I want to say today that there's times in our life, amen, that we've got to speak to some of the walls that are raised up. Amen. There's times in our life we need to speak to the giant that's challenging us. Amen. That would say you're a dog coming to me and you say, Amen, I come to you in the name of the Lord. This is not just old Philip Cook. This is Philip Cook. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. This is Philip Cook and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. We're coming together. Amen. Believing that you're going to fall. I'm telling you today, there's a lot of people that are facing giants in your life. And if you'll get above that and start speaking things. Hallelujah. What shall we say to these things? I was listening to a message by Brother Billy Cole, one of the most phenomenal ministers of the 20th century that you'll, that you'll ever know. You can still Google him up and listen to him. If you want to be inspired by a man of God, an apostolic man of God, I'm going to challenge you to get into Billy Cole's works and his books. I've listened to them. I've lived in them. Amen. He was going to pray for a sick lady. I believe from his church. It may have not been. I don't want to get the story wrong. Amen. And when he got there, the doctor said, Preacher, you're too late. She's gone. And he walked into the room where the body lay and her daughter was in the room. And... and, uh, said, that's odd, because the Lord told me on the way here he was going to heal her. And I want to say today that you need to listen 
to the voice of God in your life. I'm hearing too many people say, I'm confused. Amen, I'm worried. I I don't understand. Let me tell you today, if you'll be still and listen, you'll hear the voice of God. Amen. Now it might come sometimes in the voice of your pastor. It might be your wife. It might be your husband. It might be another man of God. But I want to challenge you today. You need to get still and listen to the man of God. And listen to what God is trying to impart to you. Amen. He said I walked in the room. And she lay dead. And he said I looked at her at the daughter. And I said the Lord said that if I prayed for her, that he would heal her. Now that seems to be an odd thing to say about a dead woman. But is it any different than saying, she's not dead, she sleepeth. It's what Jesus said. Man, life, if we could get our mind right, I'm going to tell you today. And she, he said, I... I went over to her and I laid my hand on her cold head. And I said, in the name of Jesus. And he spoke. He prayed. Nothing happened. He said, I backed up. And he said, in a minute again, I went at it and I laid hands on him. And I said, in the name of Jesus. Amen. In Jesus' name, oh, be thou healed in Jesus. He said, I prayed, Lord, touch a body. Minister, raise her up. He said, and nothing happened. He said, I turned my face to the wall. And he said, I went into intercession, deep intercession, and began to speak in tongues under the anointing of the Holy Ghost. And he said, I stayed there for a little while, and nothing happened. And then he said, and then I got mad. Let me tell us, sometimes you need to get mad at the enemy. Quit being afraid and start getting angry at what the enemy is doing in your life. He said, I got mad. And he said, I turned around and said, Sis, in the name of Jesus, get up from there. And he said, and she did. Let me tell you something. You need to learn to speak to your problem. I wish somebody in this place would come alive. I'm here to tell you today in the name of Jesus. Oh, you need to speak to your problem. You need to make a proclamation in your deadness and say, I ain't going to live here. I ain't going to stay here. Hallelujah. The devil's a liar. Oh, I hope I ain't hollering too much today devil's a liar sister Marianne we went to the hospital yesterday amen I looked at your daughter there amen holding Laura lying and uh, everything was good for a little while and then it, it ebbed back down just a little bit and worry set back in and I looked at her in that doctor's office and I said I said now you told me last time that you've got to be fever free for 24 hours, or not fever free, but oxygen level up for 24 hours in order to leave here. And she said, yes. I said, so we need this baby to get better right now. And she said, yes. 
And I said, okay, then let's figure this out. If that's, amen, in order to leave here Monday, amen, something has got to happen, amen, in this time, amen. And I said, in the name of Jesus, and we begin to pray, and God begin to move, and God begin to work. And let me tell us today, amen, it stayed down in the process. It stayed down. It stayed down. And this morning at 5 o'clock, I heard the Lord. And I said, Lord, in the name of Jesus, this child is going home on Monday. And I said for that child to go home on Monday, the oxygen level has got to come up. We called her on the way to church and she said, Pastor, they took her off of oxygen at 5 o'clock a.m. Let me tell you something. God is able. Oh, I wish somebody would get excited realizing what God wants to do in your... You ain't got to stay there. You ain't got to live there. You ain't got to accept that. You need to speak to it. Somebody just worship the Lord around here a little bit. Come on and worship him. In the name of Jesus, devil, I refuse it. Whether you realize it or not, there's miracle working power in this house. somebody I wish somebody would run I wish somebody would shout I wish somebody would worship the, I wish somebody would say I'm tired of living in my condition a divine change today in your life if you want to change in your situation I'm not finished yet but if you want to change in your situation you need to run to the front lift your hands and say today is my day I want to turn around today I want newness in my life today
come on, tell him no more. I'm not afraid anymore. I'm not going to lay in my tears anymore. I'm not going to be afraid anymore. I refuse to be afraid. I refuse. Oh, I'm not going to deny my birthright anymore. I was born of faith. Come on, that that I was born and was born out of faith in the name of Jesus. It was born of the Spirit. Come on, loose it today in the name of, turn it loose. You old spirit of fear, I bind you in the name of Jesus and I command you to get away from my house. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid to lift your hands and receive the Holy Ghost right now. I dare you. Come on, tell the de- tell the Lord I receive my healing today in the name of Jesus. According to thy word, I am healed. I will not be intimidated by a spirit of fear anymore. In the name of Jesus, you brought me out. Come on, no more in the name of Jesus. 